Got nine minutes to maximize your travel and casino experience? Welcome to ZorkCast, powered by Travel Zork, helping you travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures. From airline miles and hotel points to living in the lap of luxury in a Las Vegas casino, you'll find all the knowledge you need to travel in style, brought to you in nine minutes or less. Now, please welcome the host of ZorkCast, Michael Mason Traeger. Hello, this is Michael. And welcome back to Zorkcast. Today is a tribute to Hugh Hefner, the original Playboy. I'll read directly from the New York Times. Hugh Hefner, who created Playboy magazine and spun it into a media and entertainment industry giant, all the while as its very public avatar, squiring attractive young women and sometimes marrying them well into his 80s, died on Wednesday at his home the Playboy Mansion, near Beverly Hills, California. He was 91. So I've always been fascinated by, fascinated and intrigued by Hefner and the Playboy franchise, particularly the Playboy Casino Enterprise and the Playboy private full-size jet, which was only around for a few years and was dubbed Hair Force One. The Playboy Enterprise casinos were actually the really big moneymaker for the organization in the in the 1970s and also into the 1980s. And this was eventually supposed to extend to the casino property that was opened in Atlantic City. But for a lot of different very interesting reasons, it never received a renewal on its casino license and would eventually shut down and be demolished years later. And that's also a pretty interesting story. I touch on some of the story in an article on Travel Zork, which I've titled Casino Musings, the strangest casino in the world with the best view. You should definitely check out that, definitely check out that article. I think it's a lot of fun. I put a lot of history in there, a lot of interesting pictures. It was so the amount of money that Play, Playboy casinos made had such a huge impact on their bottom line when their entire casino operation basically crumbled which was which was at the end at some point in 1981 the the numbers the profits were absolutely absolutely significant for example playboy made 31 million dollars in the year ending june 30th 1981 but in the following year they lost more than 51 million dollars in the year ending uh, june of 1982 and that was all due to the loss of the gambling assets basically casinos were playboy's most successful business other than its publishing and until the advent of cable television. And I'm going to play for you a, a really cool little clip from, from a promotional clip from the opening, a commercial from the opening of Playboy Atlantic City. I thought there's something out there in the water. Harry, there's nothing out there. Then what's rising out of the sea? Oh, that. That's the new Playboy Hotel and Casino. Oh, Harry, it's the dawn of a new era for the Playboy Hotel and Casino. With their fantastic new salon privé. They wait on your hand and foot. Why is it rising out of the sea? Oh, Harry, it's show business. The new very civilized Playboy Hotel and Casino. 
So that was a little bit of the promotional commercial for the Playboy Atlantic City. And what what's interesting about it, and I'll, I'll read a little bit from the article that I had written about Playboy Atlantic City. It was conceived as a classy casino center boardwalk in Atlantic City. It was a bit too classy for American gaming tastes. It was casino number seven in New Jersey, constructed on a tiny piece of land on Florida Avenue and the boardwalk. The unique three-level casino with the minimum required 500-room hotel opened on the 14th of April, 1981, and it opened with a provisional gaming license. But it's a, it's just very interesting. It's interesting to just talk about the fact that, you know, casinos had such an impact on the Playboy organization and the wealth of the organization. And that started actually from the casinos that were in in the UK because Playboy Enterprises had casinos in the UK first. And then they had huge hopes for Atlantic City. But the short story was that there was a scandal in London with regard to the casino operations. I believe if I can get the story right, and this is off the totally off the top of my head, basically the Playboy casinos in the UK were granting credit to players and there was no provision in gaming in the United Kingdom to allow players to play on credit. And this became quite a bit of a scandal. And there was this gentleman, Victor, who was in charge of the casino operations for Playboy. He also was the one who conceived the Playboy clubs and all, and that was all under his umbrella. And basically, Hugh Hefner got very, very nervous and fired him abruptly. And once he was fired, that also put in jeopardy the casino license in New Jersey. I mean, there were a lot of complications with the casino license in New Jersey, but it basically put that license in jeopardy because this gentleman from the UK who had the gaming license in the UK or basically held the gaming license in the UK was the backbone of of proving to Atlantic City that Playboy Enterprises could operate a legitimate casino in Atlantic City. And you must remember, casino gaming in the United States was much different in the 1980s. So you have to, you just have to appreciate that. It was a much different landscape. You only had gambling in Nevada and in New Jersey, and it was highly, highly regulated in New Jersey, and New Jersey was much more regulated than Nevada. Some of it was smoke and mirrors, but it was a much, it was a much, much different situation. So basically, without, without this gentleman on board on the casino enterprises, not only did the casino operations in London have to close because they lost their gaming license, Playboy Atlantic City never was able to get a gaming license from their provisional, so that also was shuttered, and that's why the the whole thing collapsed, and there were massive losses in the Playboy organization. But it's a it's an interesting story, and it probably sort of fits the life of Hugh Hefter because it was a very grand, elaborate, dramatic 
story. And I think I seem to recall that someone at some point, it might have been David Schwartz, wrote about the hearings uh, for the for the casino license in New Jersey. And I believe that Hefner showed up for the licensing hearing in New Jersey with some of the Playboy bunnies or models like on his arms at the licensing meeting in a very dramatic style. I don't know. I, I, I really believe I heard that story at one point. Anyway, it's it's all super interesting to look at, and you also have to check out Hair Force One, which is the Playboy private full-size jet. Only lasted for a couple of years, was really expensive to operate. I believe it was a DC-9. Super tricked out, amazing plane, round bed, big shower room, amazing soft product, which is all great gourmet dining. You'll see the 8-track tapes and the movie room, and they had a disco on the plane. Really cool stuff. Great video. I will provide a link to it. I am always looking to hear about more about the Playboy Atlantic City Casino. It was a very interesting casino. They dealt Chemin d'Affaires. They also had a very nice French restaurant. They had a pool at the top which was supposed to be very cool, as well as some very interesting suites and interest. there are additional interesting stories that I have that perhaps I'll share someday. But I would love to hear from anyone who worked at that property or knows very much about that property. There is one gentleman who worked in security who has written a book on the property, which is just an online book that is available from Amazon. I'll see if I can find you the information on that book. But please come to the Facebook group Zorkast, and if you played at Playboy Atlantic City or worked there or even just visited, I'd love to hear your impressions because it was a very, very unique property with amazing views of the Atlantic Ocean. And they're really up until Revel in Atlantic City, there probably was not another property that came close to the the drama of having the views and the casino layout all in one place. So thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this little tribute to Hugh Hefner and his stories about, you know, Hugh Hefner and the Playboy Gaming Enterprises. Until next time. You've reached the end of your stay with us on this episode, but we encourage you to visit our website for more resources at TravelZork.com and to continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at TravelZork and Facebook.com slash TravelZork. Travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures right here on Zorkcast. Until next time, good luck.